You know where the best deep dish pizza is? Little Caesars. <laughs> Detroit style. Detroit style. I mean, I love me some Detroit style deep dish. I never heard of Detroit style <laughs> till I had that Little Caesars deep dish. Yeah. If you, if any other walk of life, you get something Detroit style. <laughs> it's either like a filthy sex act, a crime. Yeah. I mean, only in pizza can it be Detroit style, <laughs> and it means something. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Savor the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 241 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, you're back. Back up in this bitch. Apparently I really screwed the pooch, (laughs) as they say, and I made it sound like you were leaving. Yeah, I think I kind of added to that also. You did. Yeah. But messed that up. You're back though. You know, the writers almost went on strike. (laughs) You're unionized, yes. your union talent that I hired, and if you went on strike, you would be gone. So I'm glad you guys figured it out. Yeah. It's, it's you know, I'm getting a little bit more money for this now, so mm-hmm. that's always nice. Now you're a tough negotiator. <laughs> we had an epic negosh. Yes. Uh, major shout out, though, to my wife, Nicole, for being a good sport. Mm-hmm. You know, she filled in for you since the criteria for the guests we're allowed to have. <laughs> Is very slim. Yes, which she um, kind of started. <laughs> she did start that. And I'm becoming good friends with this guy, Ned, who runs this laughable app mm-hmm. I talk about a lot. And I can't say this enough. If you do listen to comedy podcasts or any podcasts and you hate your podcast player, check out Laughable. Yeah. It's great. And he said, you know, you don't have people on your show anymore. You used to interview people. Was there a reason why? And No. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a conscious decision it was because eddie and i just hit the best groove and all the best feedback we got was when it was just the two of us mm-hmm. and i used to only interview people as a way of getting their audiences didn't work yeah you know if you think hey let me interview dan and eddie and we'll get all of their audience mm-hmm. you won't yeah <laughs> nobody cares yeah exactly you, you you listen to the show to hear let's say i have on bruce springsteen bruce mm-hmm. the boss <laughs> Somehow we nab the boss, and we're going to have an interview with him. Actually, that'd probably be a pretty big get. <laughs> that'd probably get us some new listeners. Uh, I'm sure it would. Okay, bad example. <laughs> How about just a boss of a Taco Bell? <laughs> no. So either way, you come for Bruce, and then you leave. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Now the show is our show. No more guests. But my lovely, fantastic wife came on. Yeah. People liked it. People enjoyed it. Oh, awesome. Got some really nice emails. Let me read a couple. Hey, Dan, your wife seems great and is a great sport for putting up with your shit. She sounded hot, too. Well done. <laughs> and that's from Billy. And yes, he's right on both accounts. Mm-hmm. She is fantastic for letting us do the show and not being annoyed by it. And you may say, you know what? Well, fuck her. What do you mean <laughs> let you do the show? You're a grown ass man. You can do whatever you want. Well, if those words are coming out of your mouth, you're probably in a shitty relationship. <laughs> Because there's a give and take, man. Yeah. The show takes up a lot of time. Time that I could be spending with her, on the house, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's the way it is. And yes, she is hot. She's very hot. So thank you. She is very hot. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, Not everybody was a fan. Here's an email. Dan, what gives? You have your wife on and you don't get nasty with her? I was hoping for some raunchy details of your sex life. Super disappointing. Don't do the show if Nicole can. (laughs) And this guy signed it, Eric, 26 Moist. 
So he's a moist right. man. <laughs> All right. And later on in the show, we'll do a voicemail from a new, maybe a new personality. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He coined himself. He gave himself a show nickname. Oh, wow. And a bit of a tidbit. He's got a bit of an angle. Okay. And uh, it's about tech. So that's it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> tech nerd Chase. Tech nerd Chase. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm tech excited. nerd Chase dropped us a voicemail with a bit of a hot tip. And he said, hey, you should do a straw poll where you need to know who's moist, who's dry. Okay. Really, the only way I can do that is on Twitter. Twitter has built-in polls. Mm. So if you follow us on Twitter, SIFT Show, or you don't even use Twitter, sorry, but check that out. At some point this week, I'll drop that poll. Nice. And if you're a gal, I mean, eh, how can you really vote? (laughs) Yeah. Because you're always moist. Yeah, I can't (laughs) imagine a girl masturbating dry. Yeah. Ooh. Right? That would hurt. That's not possible, right? Like putting something in dry? Yeah. I mean, it would tear her up. <laughs> like you couldn't do that more than once a, 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 a every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Because it would be damaged yeah, down definitely. there. So fine. If you're a gal and you want to say maybe what your partner is. Okay. You know, what does your hubby do or mm-hmm. your boyf, you know? <laughs> and what does he ask you to do? You know, if you ever jerk off your man, does he say, hey, girl, grab that Jergens, <laughs> Grab that... C- carries keels or i don't know okay not um, keels you don't want to jerk off with keels it's, <laughs> it's very expensive that's probably what like justin bieber and dj khaled yeah i only joke off with keels <laughs> you think dj khaled is jerking off with that cocoa butter no he's got special jerk off lotion you think so it's probably I, like he might like that cocoa butter man i think he always talks about it and likes it on his body yeah but you don't want to use the same jerk off lotion as your body lotion yeah because that happened to me and I so smell associated this Vaseline intensive care bottle of lotion <laughs> from when I was a kid that like when I'd be putting it on my hands, I would think about jerking off <laughs> because I used it Pavlov's dog style to jerk off so much. Did you only use it to jerk off? Like, well, how was that? It started off that way. <laughs> like it was the only lotion in the house when I was a teen. Okay. So I jerked off with it. But it was also lotion I had to use when I had dry ass hands. <laughs> Didn't have a lot of options. Yeah. And I couldn't say to my mom, hey, mom, can you get me some special jerk off lotion? <laughs> She'd be like, okay, honey. Uh, I have told my wife that before. Special jerk off Yeah, lotion. there's this lotion. It's not that I love it. It's just like a, a smellless lotion from Trader Joe's. Okay. So new sponsor of the show. <laughs> Fellas, get your jerk off lotion from Trader Joe's. Because here's the deal. It's natural. Okay. You don't want to be using some weird stuff and get chemicals inside your dick mouth. It'll burn. Yes. You know, if you're using some super high potency, smelly ass, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, Yankee Candle Company, (laughs) Bath & Body Works shit, dude, that's going to hurt your dick. Plus, all of a sudden, if you come out of your bedroom and you smell like strawberry kiwi, (laughs) your girl's going to say, yo, man. You you, smell great. (laughs) You jerking off with my... Maybe that's the move. Maybe there should be men's scented jerk off lotion and then you leave the house and your entire downstairs is now moisturized Mm -hmm. perfumed and that's what you give off when you sweat it's like that's the furnace (laughs) and when you burn cherry wood chips (laughs) yeah but you're also giving off the smell of your sweaty balls so mix that Mm. in with (laughs) but it won't be it'll be masked by yeah i don't know fragrance you ever try to mask a a shit with some with some air freshener? No, but I have with poopery, <laughs> and it works very well. Okay. 
By the way, poopery is a real thing. Buy it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Check <laughs> so it out. I'm not miss saying potpourri. <laughs> like I, I bet you there are some people out there that think like this motherfucker can't say potpourri. <laughs> is this a NorCal thing? It's potpourri. <laughs> no, I know it's potpourri. And you know the stuff your grandma has in a bowl sitting on her coffee table. Mm-hmm. Poopery is a scented oil you spray in the toilet and then you shit in it. Okay. Listen, Eddie. <laughs> who jerks off dry? Who jerks off wet? <laughs> yes. DJ Khaled jerks off with diamond crusted Jergens. <laughs> you're at home. You're a girl. You're taking our survey. Mm-hmm. And what do you jerk your man off with? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like though when you're jerking yourself off. Half the time, it's a utility situation. Mm-hmm. If your girl is doing it, or if you're a dude jerking off another dude, you're probably more likely to be a little more fun. Yeah. Like, you know, you reach over to the nightstand, and you're like, that's me getting lotion. <laughs> and, like, your girl's like, I'm going to treat you right tonight, boy. <laughs> and I'd say, well, then are we going to have sex? She's like, no, no, I'm going to jerk, jerk, jerk you off. <laughs> and I'd say, actually, no, I could jerk myself off. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it from here. You know, actually, just wipe, wipe, wipe that lotion in my hand, and you can go ahead and go to sleep. All right, I'll do a poll. We'll figure it out. One more uh, email. So this is from this mystery listener. Okay. Okay, who keeps writing us emails, and I said, hey, man, I can tell you're the same listener. Will you give yourself a name? Now you're mystery man, so you, yeah, whatever. You could have given yourself tech nerd Chase, flip-flop guy. <laughs> You know, we've got English Paul, yeah. Paul from Roanoke. We've got some characters here. <laughs> you could have been a character. Now you're just a mystery man. Uh, he says, good show. Great wife. As for the guy who writes anonymously, what's in it for him or her? But first of all, it's not a her. Like This is a man, 100%. What's in it for him or her to assign a moniker? And why rob you of what little mystery is left in your life? A woman would not write a sentence like that. <laughs> like nothing about that sentence is a woman. He goes on to say, being predisposed towards Jewish men, you don't look Jewish enough for me. Wrinkle, you know, <laughs> this person's saying he's predisposed to Jewish men. Is this a gay gentleman? Or what if it is a woman? It might be a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the back again. Yeah. Back and forth. I think you've benefited unknowingly by not looking Jewish when dealing with an anti-Semite. I mean, he's got a bit of a point there. You know, anti-Semitism is as real as any racism Mm -hmm. and any even a stereotype about dealing with a Jewish person. He's I completely think he's 100 percent right. Yeah. That I've certainly benefited from that. Maybe more people were listening to the show because they didn't think I sounded Jewish. (laughs) And now they think that and now they're not going to listen. Yeah. But you've definitely like said, Bubby. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. You know, and maybe they'll be like, I hate all Jews except Dan. <laughs> That's like people that say, oh, I have a black friend. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't <laughs> see color. Racist people say that. <laughs> if you're not racist, you don't have to defend yourself. Yeah. Nobody has ever accused me of racism in my entire <laughs> life. You know why? Because I don't act racist. <laughs> I don't act racist. So no one's ever said anything to me about it. If you ever had to defend your position of somebody accuse you of being racism, buddy. Yeah. Dude, look deep in yeah, your heart, take a look man. In the mirror. Come on, you don't have to hide. You don't cry on our shoulder, man. Just be who you are. All right. Goes on to say, but who knows? Considering it's your job to accurately convey thoughts, how did you manage to mess up the announcement of Eddie not being on this week's show? Maybe it's a glitch and it'll never happen again. So will I never say something wrong on the show again? <laughs> of course I will. I feel like every episode I say something dumb or wrong. Yes. So me sorry, too. Guys. When I listen back to the show, sometimes I think, crap. Yeah. That's totally not true. What's going on? (laughs) 
I mean, record yourself talking nonstop for an hour. Yeah. And let me know <laughs> how many things you say wrong or weird. And by the way, I want to hear how many times you say, um, or what about, all right, dog, all right, dog. <laughs> I'm working. I'm a work in progress. Oh, yeah, man. Right, I'm working on my dogs. So either way, uh, where is this person's letter at? I lost it. And he's too far away. And it'll never happen again. It's going to happen again. Yeah. That's the thing about a podcast, and it's killed me before. Maybe even I've told you a story or a joke, mm-hmm. and I've thought of a better way of delivering it. Yeah. Not like a new punchline, but that's what stand-up comedians do. Shit happens in their life, yeah. and then they sort of like make it into a story that's probably 60% true. Oh, yeah, exactly. They embellish the shit out of it. All right. We can't do that. No. I can't go back. We can't work on the material. <laughs> One and done. Uh, this person says, you know, when your cat finally passes off this mortal coil, you could coil <laughs> this mortal <laughs> coil. You could probably find a taxidermy student that would mount the head for cheap and put some antlers on it for fun. An instant catalope. <laughs> Say the jokes to us. I'm not putting antelope ears on my dead cat. That's very disrespectful. Very. If I'm going to mount Jack's head <laughs> on my garage wall. I'm doing it on one of those sweet plaques, like a shield, Mm -hmm. you know, and definitely not with antlers. But this person is true. Is there a taxidermy school? Just like a barber shop school. There's got to be, right? But what if I've seen bad taxidermy? Mm -hmm. If you Google bad taxidermy, there's hilarious things. Because they got to learn. It's an art form. Yeah. You stuff a dead animal and make it look alive. (laughs) Think about when you go to... What's that? Bass Pro Shops. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, there's not a lot of mounted animals in California homes. (laughs) That's just not something you see. Yeah. You know, I had a friend in college who had like a game room. And not like a game room with an Xbox, but it was like a game room with game (laughs) mounted heads. Yeah. And he was crazy. Man, that guy was crazy. But, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're into shooting and you're into guns? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> did you, you know are. you were Jewish or did you use your... <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> my superpowers yeah. <laughs> to not be Jewish? No, I definitely think he knew I was. Okay. And he probably hated me for it <laughs> inside. He invited you in to see where your head would fit in on <laughs> right. his wall. <laughs> right. On a big um, menorah. <laughs> he had a menorah with eight candles on it. And I was going to be one of them. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy if you were an anti-Semite. You built a huge menorah, killed Jews, and then put their heads on that. <laughs> That'd be awful. Uh, where was I going with this? Okay. I'm not going to a taxidermy. No. But they do have to learn on something. Have you looked it up at all? I haven't. Like, I wonder if it's just like a weekend class you can take and then you just kind of like become an apprentice. Right. And do it. Or if there's like an actual school to go to. Yeah, you're right. Because if I'm going to pay somebody to take a photograph of my family, Mm -hmm. how do you pick a a photographer? You go to their website. Mm -hmm. You look at their portfolio. Yeah. And what's in their portfolio are the best they've done. And in the beginning, when you choose any art form where you have to be paid to do it, the first stuff sucks. <laughs> so you take a picture of your friend's family for free. Mm-hmm. And then you go to their house and you say, where are, where are the prints? <laughs> and they say, oh, we haven't printed them out yet. And you say, oh, you didn't make your Facebook profile like any of the pictures <laughs> I took of you. What? Wait, you guys got your picture taken again? Where are my pictures? You say, listen, honey, your photos were terrible. <laughs> you know, you're just some gal or guy who bought a $300 camera, got yourself a Squarespace, offer code, save it. <laughs> and now you think you're a photographer. No, you know, it takes a long, long time. And same with taxidermy, same with anything. But I wonder if you can get a license. Like you don't have to have a license to be a photographer Mm -hmm. and you can charge someone thousands of dollars. If somebody comes to our house to paint it, 
just paint it and spend, let's say you spent 800 bucks. Mm -hmm. They have to have licensed, bonded, insured, like all this shit. Yeah. But you can't make an artist have all that. So either way, I do wonder if there is a taxidermy license, and I bet you there is. I'd imagine there would be. Even that phrase, taxidermy license, sounds like it goes together, <laughs> like a hunting license. Yeah. You're manipulating animal flesh, and maybe it's like a medical reason and a safety reason that you have to have yeah, something for yeah, it. Yeah, at least like a permit to like a dis permit. dispose of formaldehyde remains and shit. Yeah, and, and the chemicals and stuff. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you can't just buy formaldehyde, can you? Just that, like, can you get it on Amazon at Home Depot? Like, yeah, I don't know. You probably can. Really? Okay. You buy a bunch of formaldehyde. Well, you and... should start practicing. And well, then, I got so one. So when Jack finally does kick it, right? He could be your your masterpiece. I do want to know. I'm going to look into it. Okay. I need to start small, <laughs> and then when Jack dies, I like I pull I put on like a leather apron, <laughs> like a butcher, bring him into my workshop, and you know there probably are. Like, you know, when you drive through a neighborhood and you see this old man and you look in his garage and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a person that spent 40 years perfecting a room. Yeah. You know, he's chained every hammer, tool, screw. He's got a place for it. And there's probably some old, weird dude, man, period. <laughs> this is not a woman. A woman is not doing this. An old, weird man with his garage. And then one day he walks out and there's a dead bird. Okay. And he's all, huh, look at that dead bird. I'm going to fuck with this dead bird. <laughs> and he brings it in his workshop. Maybe he performs like a little mini autopsy on it. Okay. He just wants to see what's going on in there. He's curious. The bird is dead. If you ever, you know, when you're in school, I remember I went to my fourth grade, third grade, whatever it was, and they were dissecting shit because mm -hmm. they're curious. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing, you mm -hmm. know? So why not? If, you, if a bird falls and dies, you might say to yourself, I want to know what's going on in there. You know, humans are curious creatures. <laughs> and so he brings it in his workshop. He's messing with it. And then he mounts it and he stuffs it. And there's probably some old man in the neighborhood, <laughs> our neighborhood for sure, that has this weird workshop of dead birds from, or cats or something. <laughs> so multiple birds. Just he's <laughs> he's got to practice. Does it like start off with like a dead bird and then he's like, fuck it. I'm going to start killing them myself. Yes. And then now he's got like a turkey in there. Dude, exactly. It starts off small. Maybe he's even with some insects. You know, he's got some beetles okay. and his, his shit. And then a butterfly and then a rat. And then he gets impatient. Yeah. And cats start missing. <laughs> Dogs are missing. People. Oh, my God. The most dangerous game ice tea <laughs> comes out of nowhere and stops him from doing it. Well, yes, I know for a fact that there are barbershop schools. Yeah. And you can go there and get a, a cheap, shitty haircut. Mm -hmm. But getting a haircut is like 15 bucks. Yeah. So how much does it cost to get a haircut at the school? A dollar? Five dollars? Probably like five bucks, I would say. I mean, and I'm sure there are people there that are great. Mm -hmm. And I joked to my barber, I get my haircut from a barber, and I said to him, you know, I do miss going downtown and spending $150 to have a really good looking woman cut my hair because mm. she would shampoo my hair and she smelled so great. I said, I love the haircut you're giving me. I love it. But I wish you just had some gal in here that would <laughs> massage and rub heads. And he said, well, you can go to the barbershop school mm -hmm. because they have to learn how to do that too. Yeah. So you could, if we talk about this in real uh, life on the show, I, I know we've had a conversation blending together, Eddie, on the show. Yeah. I don't know. Well, either way you can go down there and get a super cheap head massage, which seems like a real, like one step away from paying a girl to blow you. Yeah. 
you know. So is there an Asian massage school that I can go to? Right, to learn there? Yeah, where do you learn that? To, uh, to get a really cheap uh, hand job? Is that? Yes. Okay. They're probably, they they awesome. practice on you. Yeah. I think actually you have to date a girl. <laughs> okay. Because they, they don't learn that. They probably learn a couple tricks when they, they apply. <laughs> but, you know, if that's your... And like I, I think by the time you're doing that as a line of work, you've exhausted all options. Yeah. No one's coming out of med school <laughs> to do that. You can strip and make a lot of money. And I think that's like a fun story that people like to say. Mm-hmm. She stripped through college. She stripped to get her PhD. And no, then she got on drugs and, and never did it again. <laughs> but I, I think at that point, if you're jerking people off in a massage parlor, mm-hmm. you've made some wrong choices. I feel like a lot of those women are probably forced to do that. Totally. Yes. So like, you know, like, hey, we'll take you to the States, mm-hmm. but you got to work in our massage parlor for a couple of years. Gosh. And then you're just jerking off dudes for the rest of your life. That's terrible. Yeah. That shit's terrible. So look, I don't know where you go to learn that mm-hmm. or get a free easy one. <laughs> Eddie, if you want a hand job that bad, I'll give you one after the show. All right. Stick around. I'm so, a dry guy. So You're a dry guy. Man, I can't give you a special jerk with my special trader. Uh, I, would, I would love to test that. All right. Fine. Think about it. That's what the show needs. We need to have our own special jerking off man lotion <laughs> that has some sort of... You always have a great scent. Yes. What's your cologne? Um, or do you have any, one of these guys? You've got a few. No, I've only got one. It's... Are you I, embarrassed I to say remember. the name of it or you can't no. remember it? I think it might be Adidas. <laughs> Adidas? Yeah. It was like... Because I asked my wife. She was at Target. She was like, do you need anything? And I was like, yeah, can you give me some cologne? Only the finest. Yeah, exactly. And she said she liked it. It wasn't expensive. so Right. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, whatever your girl likes. Yeah. And I mean, when I was like in high school, I would buy like Hugo Boss and like mm-hmm. all, all that expensive shit. Right. But like, I don't, I don't need that shit. Was there a time in high school... And when you could like, oh, you knew the smell of other, other than cool water mm-hmm. and let's say, uh, Dracar. Yeah. Like that. I mean, could you be like, oh, that's C, that's CK one. Oh, that's Tommy. Blah, blah, blah. I could probably tell like the, the ones that I like wore. So like Tommy Hilfiger, uh-huh. um, Aqua Digio mm. and, um, like the Hugo boss one that it looks like a canteen. <laughs> yes. That's why I got it. Cause I was like, oh, that's, it looks manly. Yeah. Fucking army canteen. Totally. Um, but yeah, I could definitely smell those. And I have a friend who was like, he's like, every time I smell Aqua Digio, I think of your car mm. because it smelled like Aqua Digio and weed. <laughs> and he's like, and that's all I think of now. Like I only smell yeah. weed in that when I smell that. So Nobody who doesn't smoke weed in their car has, you usually don't have a scent in your car. Yeah. Like you may have something light, but if you get in someone's car and it smells like uh, a nightclub, <laughs> like they're trying to mask something. Yeah. And it's probably not booty smell. <laughs> It's it's probably weed. So if you have a kid who's in high school and their car smells like that, they're definitely smoking weed <laughs> in that car, mom yeah. and dad. Uh, how did we even get on this? What were we talking about? <sighs> Getting a hand job? Um, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So you were in Chicago. I was, yes. And the show missed you. I missed you. I joked that you were there eating deep dish pizza, mm-hmm. which... What what's the was that the first time you ever had authentic real Chicago deep dish pizza? Yes, it was. What was the verdict? Um, it was good. It was really good. I mean, it didn't like blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Which place but... did you go? Because that's what everybody wants to know. There's like a couple places. Yeah, I think it was called Giordano's. There's Giordano's and there's another one like Lou Lou um, Malnato. Yeah, Malnati. I think. Sorry, Lou Chicago Malnati. listeners, you guys are probably pissed um, right now. Yeah, but I mean, it was good. Yeah, I, I was surprised that the crust was still like crispy mm-hmm. even though it was like a deep dish but i mean yeah i mean it was still pizza 
You know where the best deep dish pizza is? Little Caesars. <laughs> Detroit style. Detroit style. I mean, I love me some Detroit style deep dish. I never heard of Detroit style <laughs> till I had that Little Caesars deep dish. Yeah. If you, if any other walk of life, you get something Detroit style. <laughs> it's either like a filthy sex act, a crime. Yeah. I mean, only in pizza can it be Detroit style. <laughs> And it means something. By the way, you know what Little Caesar's secret is? I read this. Munster cheese. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. Their cheese blend has Munster mm-hmm. cheese in it. And that also really gives it that elasticity. Yeah. I love to go to the store. I always feel like it's a real splurge when I buy some sliced <laughs> Munster. Because you can always tell when it's a nice cheese when it it has like the paper between it. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't. it's, it's, it's a paper. It's got special paper between it. Uh, so get your Munster cheese, eat your deep dish pizza. Me personally, not a fan. No? It's just, it's like eating a pie or a quiche. Yeah. And a listener, Luce Bruce, when I said, hey, you were in Chicago eating it, mm-hmm. he said, tweeted at me like, you know, fuck deep dish. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he said, unless it's cold the next day. And I thought, oh, okay. oh when all that cheese has congealed yeah. <laughs> and it's turned into a brick. Now that... Yeah. I can see like getting down with like where's the restaurant that serves cold deep dish pizza? Yeah. You know, why not cold food? Maybe that's its thing. We should jump on that. Right. <laughs> it's it's fresh as hell. Yeah. And then they just put it in the fridge. <laughs> and it's a day old and people and you know, they're honest about that. You know, the pizza's a day old, the soup is a day old. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many things are there that once they have a day to really sit? And I hate to break it to you, but if you go to a restaurant, maybe it's probably day-old food half the time. Yeah. Or frozen shit. If you go to Applebee's, huh, good luck. <laughs> I mean, half the food there is either frozen and cooked in, you know, Hong Kong. Yeah. And then shipped over, and then you're eating it. <laughs> you know, shout out to Applebee's, though. Great sponsor of the show. <laughs> and Hong Kong. And Hong Kong. <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Chinese. <laughs> so, you were in a, uh, what else happened? You Did you see the bean you gotta I, see the no, bean, I man. I mean, I was at this this conference, like basically mm-hmm. from eight a.m. to seven p.m. all day. Yeah. So the only time we went out was like for dinner and like drinks after. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I I got to check out some cool places. It was funny though, like the flight there. There was a guy that was sitting next to me, mm-hmm. and I had to get up and and pee. So I asked him if he could move, and he decided to just go to the bathroom at the same time. Oh, great! So we both go, and luckily they were like both he thought, free. like, oh, you know, that's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting up anyways. Exactly. So now I'm gonna make you wait. What if it was an emergency? <laughs> yeah, totally. And yeah. so he has the right of way. He's going to go first. Yeah. But luckily, they were both open. The okay. two bathrooms, they were okay. open. But so we get back to the seat. And before going to the bathroom, he, mm-hmm. he didn't smell oh, at, at no. all. No, hold on. Is this a worker? No. This okay. was just, it's some just rando. rando. Yeah, okay. some random guy. Okay. Uh, and the, but when we got back to the seat, he like, it smelled like he just washed in shit. Oh, man. And I was just like, what? Did you not wipe your ass? I don't understand yeah. what's going on. He might not have. And he must have taken the fastest shit ever because he was mm-hmm. done before I was done peeing. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but it was it, it ruined the rest of the flight. Ugh, I'm yeah. sorry. He probably had like a terrible, messy, disgusting shit. And there was probably shit on his butt. Like I can probably only think of twice I've ever traveled and not had to shit from like mm-hmm. being nervous or just eating poorly or eating in the morning. Like... That's why if you go to a bathroom in the airport at 8 a.m., yeah. it's a war zone <laughs> in there, especially the men's bathroom. Oh, yeah. I've never been in a woman's bathroom at 8 a.m. <laughs> Maybe I will be one day. Hopefully. But I, 
it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. And so maybe this person was on the plane. They had one of those like awful messy shits where maybe they thought there was no poop on their butt and they wiped <laughs> and there was like a hidden turd in there. Oh, man. You've been there. <laughs> Don't act like you haven't. I'm very thorough with my ass wiping, man. But, but that first move. Please tell me this has happened to you, where there's like a, a hidden turd in there. Like yeah. you thought you pushed it all out. Okay. But it was like a, a like a wet enough turd that like the, the tip <laughs> is like hanging out on your asshole. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, and you're like, all right, time to wipe. And then you wipe and you like, you've now smeared, smeared yeah, shit. I, that's definitely happened before. I mean, I used to joke that I, I always had clean breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that way anymore. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe something's going on. I don't know what the deal is, but... You know, they're not always clean breaks. Mm-hmm. The poop gets lost in there. You smear it all over your ass. <laughs> and we've talked about this before where unless you have a wet wipe, you know, or you can do that move where you get some paper towels wet or toilet paper wet mm-hmm. in the sink. Yeah. Because you have access to the sink. <laughs> the sink is right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a gal wrote in once and said she'll just spit on it. <laughs> which sounds kind of hot, man. <laughs> I mean, let's not imagine. Yeah, spit on it, baby. This hot chick taking a shit. She spits on the toilet paper <laughs> then wipes her ass with it. Before. So hot. It's a before. (laughs) You don't like wipe once, spit, and then wipe again. You don't go back to the well. Sounds hot to me. Yeah. So I'm sorry you had to endear that. Yeah, it's all good. It it turned out to be a great trip, so. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, nothing really crazy happened. No one got like super work drunk? No, man. It was was crazy just because like it was such a long day, Mm -hmm. and then no one was like, we had to wake up early the next day. Um, I mean, we went out you know and stayed out late but no one was really going hard yeah um because my boss was was there basically the whole time so did he set the tone like if he got fucked up then maybe you guys would feel a little more open to it yeah i think i think so you're at lunch he gets a beer i'll take a beer too exactly he's gotta like you know lead the pack yeah Pace car yeah and but luckily like my boss like his thing when he travels is visiting historic bars Mm. So like he knew of all these like places to go that you know have a lot of history behind them. So that was cool. You can't go to a historic bar and not get a drink. Yeah, exactly. Either yeah. this is a museum tour. You want to indulge. Yeah. And um, another thing that happened was that I, I I'm pretty sure I saw two hookers. Mm? Uh, me and this uh, this guy I work with Justin. We went like we went and got a nightcap at the hotel bar. Yes, and we were coming out of the um, the hotel elevators, and these two women come out of an elevator in front of us, mm-hmm. and they're walking in front of us, and they're like in skin tight, like short dresses. Yes, um, you know, like obviously dressed for the night for something. And Justin was a little tipsy, and like he said out loud, loud enough for them to hear, and I don't think he meant, but he uh-huh. was like. Oh my God! Is this really happening right now? Is this real life right now? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, man, just yeah, right. that's cool. Calm down, man. So they like walk to the bar, and we're right behind them, and they walk in, and all the guys that are there for this mm-hmm. conference all turn their heads, and like everyone starts whispering to each other, like, Oh shit, damn, those chicks are hot. Because at this point, like you said, it's the hotel bar. Ninety percent are probably dudes <laughs> in for the conference. Yeah. And when two women walk in like that, like if you're a good-looking woman. I mean, you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but the, oh, a man can't really do that. Like you can't oh, no. walk into a room of women at a bar and just command it. Yeah. This isn't a Coca-Cola ad. Unless you're famous. Yeah, Unless you're, you're famous. <laughs> but a woman, just even like a, like a seven, <laughs> like on a scale of one to 10, even like a six and a half. Yeah. Who's like dressed sexily. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the night. You walk in that bar, you could own the place. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially if they're two working gals who knew what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they walk in, and we're like basically right behind them, and this group of tables right up front, um, these group of guys at at a table turn, and they're like, hey, are those chicks with you? 
And we're like, no, no, you know, we don't, we don't know them. And they're like, oh my those God. chicks with you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, they're so hot. I'd go talk to them, but I, 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 they would reject me. So the girls go to the bar, they order a shot, take mm-hmm. a shot, and then oh, bounce. Oh boy, and leave. And leave. And as they're leaving, uh, my friend like nudges one of them. He's like, nice power move. He's like, took a shot, bouncing, great move. Yeah. And then we get to talking with these other guys, and we're like, I'm pretty sure those were hookers. I'm surprised when he said that they didn't say like, hey. You know, if they were hookers to try to ply their trade. Yeah. Because that seems like a good move is it's the end of the night. Mm-hmm. You're a working gal. You know, businessmen there probably got some money in their pocket. Yeah. That's when you swoop in. Yeah. I don't think we looked like we had enough money in our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wrong bar. Yeah, exactly. Should have yeah. gone to the Four Seasons or something. Exactly. And that's yeah. probably where they went because they just, they left the place. Uh... Right. They paid for their own drink though? Yes, they did. Mm. I assume they did, unless the bartender was like, it's on me, ladies. Right, I'll see you guys. <laughs> there's a bar in San Francisco called The Clift. It's a hotel. Mm-hmm. And there's a bar in there. It's called like the Redwood Room or something. And that place is notorious for having prostitutes there. Oh, really? Because 95% of the people stay there are business people, probably businessmen. Mm-hmm. And they stay there. And I'll never forget one night I was there, and before I knew this, and this like fucking knockout girl was talking to me because I was with a group of people, men and women. Mm-hmm. And there was this gal just sitting at the bar who was, like you said, just otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Like between her makeup and her dress and her body, it seemed like a movie. <laughs> and I thought to myself, man, this girl's really talking to me. Like, <laughs> this is like, she's kind of making me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I, I got a, I, I peeled away from her and then she kind of found me again <laughs> in the bar. And my friend's like, dude, that's a prostitute, man. <laughs> Like, you really think this hot-ass chick? Yeah. With your wedding ring on and your goofy-ass face? Like, she's following you around? <laughs> and I was crushed. <laughs> I was crushed. I didn't... I really thought in the moment, like, damn, your boy still got it. Yeah. But I didn't. Did you check your bank account real quick, too? Just like... Oh. Well, I paid. I did fuck her. <laughs> okay. Makes I did. sense. No, I, I did pay for that process, too. No, but I, my feelings were so hurt. And, you know, what are you going to do? I'm sorry. Well, great to have you back. It's it's great to be back. So I went to a Cubs game. Yeah, went to a Cubs game. That was cool. That's always exciting. It was cold as fuck. We like left in the seventh inning or something like that. No, oh. because it was just I I didn't dress properly for Chicago weather. I didn't mm. expect it to be that cold. So yeah, that's the way it always works out. Yeah, and you're not going to spend eighty dollars on a Cubs sweatshirt. Yeah, exactly. To never wear again. There was a guy like walking around with a big ass winter coat and flip flops, and I'm like, what? Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why do you have flip-flops on right now? It doesn't make any sense. Flip-flop guy. <laughs> I think there's people like flip-flop. Dylan. Yeah. You know, our friend Dylan Shuckster. Mm-hmm. He is a flip-flop guy. <laughs> he, I think he said on the show that he hadn't worn shoes in eight years. Oh, my God. And he's, Or maybe he told us that in the house, however, <laughs> when we were tied up to each other. Like, he had Eddie, at one point, he had Eddie and I tied to each other back-to-back. <laughs> On like a train track, you know how like the villain, <clears throat> but like that. a toy train track, <laughs> going around us. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. He said he's a flip flop guy. Okay. So maybe this person, and I kind of think they take pride in it. I'm not cold, man. <laughs> what are you pussies with your shoes? Well, he's wearing a winter coat. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of a what the fuck. Bit of a hypocrite. Yeah. So you went to the game. You had a great time. Nothing like a baseball game. Yeah. An excuse to just eat a hot dog. Yep. Crush some beers. Long. You know, I'm sure the food there in the Chicago, like, excuse me, man, I'm burping now, Eddie. 
here in San Francisco, when you go to see the Giants play, food is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. You know, a city like San Francisco, could you imagine having shit-ass food in the ballpark? No. It would fly in the face of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. If you go to, I don't know, Flagstaff or... Uh, where where's a where's a place that's not necessarily known for its culinary cuisine? And if you live in Flagstaff <laughs> and you love the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> or there's I'm sure there's a vibrant. We live in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean we know what it's like to live in a kind of a challenger city. We're the farm to fork capital, man. What are you talking about? You're right. There's amazing <laughs> restaurants here. Where's a place though you wouldn't expect the ballpark to have good food? Um, Tucson. Tucson, <laughs> fine for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't know where the hell they play out yeah. of, and I'm sure they have like. Amazing tacos. Oh, they got some Tex-Mex shit that'll blow your mind. But the ballpark has to sort of represent the food, and San Francisco is very eclectic, and the food in the park is great. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure Chicago had great pizza and hot dogs mm -hmm. and, I don't know, what else is Chicago known for? <laughs> Steak? Meat? Uh, pierogi? I don't know. Pierogies? Or from Chicago? Isn't that like a Polish thing? Yeah, but doesn't Chicago have like a, a Polish Probably. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. I don't know, probably. Eh? <laughs> I only went to Chicago once, and it was to do a website for this horseshit restaurant called Smith & Walensky. Oh, okay. It's sort of like Morton's or yeah. Ruth's Chris. <laughs> McCormick & Schmick. McCormick & Schmick. <laughs> Ruth's Chris, by yeah. the way. It's Ruth apostrophe S Chris. Mm -hmm. It's Ruth's Chris. She's possessive of the Chris. <laughs> it's the weirdest name. It is. Ever. What is a Chris? <laughs> you know, what is it? Is a Chris like an old weird name for a restaurant? <laughs> Ruth's Chris. It's awful. It's a terrible. Yeah. So Smith and Walensky is another one of these pretentious horseshit chains. It's a chain. Mm -hmm. There's 20 of them in America. Like how special of a restaurant. When you go on vacation, you don't want to eat at a chain. <laughs> Even if it's a cool chain. Yeah. And the steak there is like 200 bucks. Why oh, wow. would you spend that much money to eat at some bullshit? Like even like a Nobu or something at this point <laughs> where it's like a chain. Like I guarantee you in LA or like in Chicago, if you got there and said to a local, where's Smith and Walensky? Mm -hmm. They'd say, get the fuck out of here, man. Let's <laughs> fuck with the Smith and Walensky. We're going to get a steak. I'm going to take you to get a steak. The best cheese steak in Philly. The best thing. You don't go to... Philly cheesesteak in Philly and go to the rest uh, fast food place. Yeah. So you're not well, going to you're not going to Jack in the Box for their Philly cheesesteak. No, you're not at all. Actually, it's pretty good though. Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is great. But uh, Smith and Walensky, it's horseshit. We did a website for them, mm -hmm. and this is old. I mean, this is like God, ten years ago, and their whole thing was. Flash, I know you know what Flash is, but yeah. the internet used to be, you used to go to a website and it'd have like a big load bar, things would be moving, there'd be sound. Mm -hmm. Everybody remembers the day when restaurants, you go to a restaurant website and like some smooth <laughs> jazz music plays. Why did restaurants do that? It's ridiculous. What other location, brand, anything have felt the need so hard to set the mood <laughs> that the music starts playing, the photos are fading in, and people just said, What's the fucking menu? Yeah. <laughs> What's the phone number? I don't give a shit about this jazz music. Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> and so they wanted all that. And you know what they wanted? They wanted the vision, the, the marketing person that worked there, mm -hmm. who was a total idiot. She's all, this is the vision. You know, our tagline is, you've arrived. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of a double entendre <laughs> because you've arrived because it's a restaurant, but also because you've arrived. <laughs> And now you're eating here. 
And we're just in this room, like rubbing our heads, like, oh my God, Jesus Christ, is this really <laughs> happening? And she's all, so here's my vision. It's a, our, we know we're known for our doors. We've got big green doors at the Smith and Walensky's. And you come to the website, we're going to do a video shoot of the doors. Doors open. You've arrived. <laughs> and we did a video shoot where we like video shot the doors. Oh, wow. Okay. And we just, we just took our medicine and did it. <laughs> Like, you know, if somebody came to a painter and said, I want you to paint my house hot pink, mm -hmm. you might say, sir, ooh, I just, I just want to be honest with you. And then when they say, you know, here's five grand painter, <laughs> if you don't want to do it, I'll find someone else to do it. Yeah. You take that five grand. <laughs> doesn't go in your portfolio. No. But you still take that money job. And so it was awful. And the food was stupid and everything's a la carte. <laughs> So that was the only thing I did, and I went to Smith and Walensky. I love how they're known for their doors and not for their food or their steaks or anything mm -hmm. like that. It's like, oh, I no, mean, it's the doors. The doors is what people come for. Right. And then we just happen to serve food. Well, their big thing was like, oh, oh, they're filming Transformers here this weekend. <laughs> oh, Shia LaBeouf, he was here. And this is before he was like nuts. <laughs> and like you could probably just call him on the phone right now, like yeah. what a fall from grace. But back then... And he was the biggest celebrity around. Yeah. And it was a big deal. He, he would love coming here. He came here every day after work, after the set. He would just come here and he would just hang out. And we're, we're just like, great. <laughs> like, great. Are you going to put that on your website? Like, great, yes. Shia LaBeouf's arrived. Like, <laughs> get out of here, you idiots. Well, we missed you. Thank you. I missed you guys. We missed you and you're back and, and here we are. Yeah. Um, I did want to tell you a story that happened to me where I couldn't tell this to my wife on the show. Okay. Wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> You know, she did say, hey, look, let's not talk about sex. Mm -hmm. she, she didn't have a lot of rules, but she said, don't talk to me about my anatomy. <laughs> don't talk to me about your anatomy going inside me <laughs> or anything like that. But otherwise, fair game. And I wanted to say, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> so people want to know, man. They want me to talk about you. And thank you for asking the question. Like a handful of people did send us sexual questions and I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I just want to make her mad. I wanted to keep the mood light. Yeah. Start asking her about, you know, anal and stuff <laughs> like that. And you did say, ask her about my dick size. I did. Which was great. Thank you. You're no problem. She put it on wax. She said it was huge. <laughs> and I, I see this is, I was telling you before the show, this is an example of the joke <laughs> I wanted to make. She said, no, your dick's too big. And I want to say, actually, you just have a really tiny vagina. <laughs> your vagina is very small. You know, her canal is only like an inch deep. <laughs> So if you got an inch long dick, you should have married my wife. None of this is true. <laughs> her, she's a totally normal vagina, and she wouldn't have thought that, found that funny at all. You should have said it anyway, man. It would I have been. Have. It would have been great. Yeah, would have been funny. <laughs> I know her. Her awkwardness would have been the bad part about it. Oh, actually, you know what? We got a voicemail. I meant to play um, from our good friend Shakita. Oh, okay. And it's timely because it's about the show. So let me play this uh, real quick, and then we got to get the tech nerd chase. We still got a lot to do. Yeah. Let me let me play Shakita's voicemail. Hey guys, it's Shakita. Um, first of all, I just want to say welcome back to the show, Eddie. Um, you were missed. And to Dan, I have a really quick question about Nicole. Um, I totally enjoyed her on the show last week. I think that she's funny. I think it's kind of funny that you guys have the same laugh, which I think is really cute. Like you guys play off of each other and everything. Um, but during the question sex segment, she seems kind she of sex. <laughs> disgusted or outraged by the kind of questions you get. So I was wondering, is the outrage genuine or was she playing it up for the show? Because <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, have a good show. Bye. 
but she wasn't i wouldn't say outraged <laughs> maybe annoyed yeah and not down to discuss it <laughs> so you know what fine yeah <clears throat> go out of town again i'll have her back on i'll put a couple drinks in her <laughs> she was sick we had to do the show like one in the afternoon yeah it just didn't work out yeah maybe another so. time so I want to tell you, though, which I couldn't tell her, I made a note of this, and I was at the gym the other day, and like most guys who work in the morning, I have to go to the gym hella early. Mm-hmm. And the kind of people that go to the gym that early are there to work out. Yeah. They're not social. It's not one of these things where if you do ever go to the gym at like 7.30, mm-hmm. man, it's like half the people there are in their early 20s, oh, like yeah. goofing around. Yeah. There's like four or five people standing around one bench press. And you think, man, what's no one's here to actually work out. You're there at 6 a.m. You got to bust your ass and get out of there. Mm-hmm. And so it's not very social. But there's this gal and she's a knockout. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm getting I'm allowed to say that, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, and she's just ripped and muscular mm-hmm. and good looking tattoos. Okay. You know, seeing a, a gal with a, a sleeve tattoo is not that big of a deal anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, I guess the move now is to not get tattoos. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're like a super ripped mom with a small mouth, <laughs> big boobs, dark hair. No, but this girl is probably like late 20s, early okay. 30s. So which to me is like, you know, I like women that look like women mm-hmm. and they, they seem like it, if that makes any sense. They're not like <laughs> fresh faced, yeah. you know, like under 20 looking or something like that or even like early 20s yeah she's a good looking gal okay and she's wearing clothes that are ridiculous <laughs> like like the gals that we were talking about the prostitutes that know what they're doing mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying a woman never has any right to be made to feel bad yeah for what she's wearing ever in any circumstance wear whatever you want however you know what you're doing. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, the, she, her clothes look like they're painted on her. Yeah. And it's hard not to look at her. <laughs> like, she's. it's hard not to look at anybody, even a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, if a guy had on a super, super small, tight tank top, mm-hmm. I would look at him and think, what the hell? What is this wrong with this person? <laughs> and so it's really hard with the tattoos and all that. And I was kind of sitting in, with an earshot of her. And there's another guy over there, like an older guy, like probably like, I don't know, 55 or something. Okay. And she's all, stop staring at me <laughs> to the guy. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, oh, what, what? She's like, you've been staring at me this whole fucking time. And she's, <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just working out. I'm just looking in the mirror. And she was like, okay, whatever. And it got, it was so uncomfortable. Like the gym got dead quiet because yeah. she yelled at him. And I think she had headphones in too. So she had music playing, so oh, she okay. was like extra loud, <laughs> yeah. and it was it was so awkward, and I felt bad for her though, because then everyone's staring at her, mm-hmm. and it kind of made her look crazy. But yeah, I can't imagine what it must be like to walk in a gym and have every person, every person staring at you. Yeah. So I mean, so you don't believe the guy that he was? Just... I don't think he was. Okay. I think he was just kind of looking. Maybe he'd been following her around. I don't know, like uh, a weirdo. But I quickly... did. She did she yell at you, Dan? No. Was... No. <laughs> No, we're actually going out later. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to get coffee. Nice. And talk about pre-workouts. <laughs> I started taking a pre-workout. Oh, did you? Yeah. Again? Yeah, again, Eddie. Is it is it the same crack that you used to take? I don't know if it's the same brand because I was at Costco because mm-hmm. I'm a Costco dad. And they were giving a free sample okay. of the pre-workout. And for no, anyone that doesn't know what a pre-workout is, it's like taking liquid meth before <laughs> you work out. 
I don't know what's in it, alanine, taurine, guarine, like mm-hmm. all these things, and a ton of caffeine, who knows, and it's got like vitamins in it, it makes your skin tingle, but it does make you feel like you can pick up a truck. Yeah. <laughs> and they were sampling it at Costco. <laughs> or what does this mean? Some hockey dad comes in there to buy, you know, macaroni and cheese and fruit, and yeah. he's like pounds a couple of these, and then he roid rages around Costco. Well, what if like you're pushing your kids around, and you're like, oh, another sample, and you just grab it and hand it to them, and now they're just amped up on pre-workout and probably have a heart attack. Dude, the gal was, I've said gal like 800 times. <laughs> the, I know, dog. The, come on, dog. The samplestress? The samplestress? <laughs> like, what's the name for the the sample artist? Sam- sampleier. The sampleier, you know, was very careful because my kids saw it's blue yeah it looks like soda and she said no 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 kids can't have this i said well no shit (laughs) are you seriously telling me that i can't give my three-year-old daughter this poison yeah and i taken it i've taken it now a few times and i haven't had any suicidal thoughts okay that's good you know i used to like worry i would take it and was i was driving to the gym i was convinced that people were watching my house (laughs) and that the second i left like you know, people were coming to my house yeah. to burn it down or beat up my wife or whatever. <laughs> Big fans of the show. <laughs> and and then I'd get to the gym and I would feel so weird. Like the, all these feelings of anxiety and, and nerves. And then it would just go away. Hmm. So I haven't felt that way yet. Do you still feel like super amped though? Like Yes. Okay. Yeah, it makes me feel good and strong. I might have to try this stuff out. You should. It's called like, it's probably some junk brand, C4 or something and of course it looks like it's all silver yeah and yellow and you know like i'm like a scientist like like you know opening it yeah you should get into it i'll check it out get into it all right man we're all over um tech chase yes let's do that let's do his voicemail and then we'll quickly do a real treat and we'll we'll call it a day cool what is up dan and eddie my name is tech nerd chase can you give yourself your own show nickname yes I don't know. Whatever. Well, moving on. 18 Caucasian from Pittsburgh. Dry to add to the little survey we like to do here on the show. Seriously, we do need to get a straw poll going for this so we can do our, you know, add to it. I think it'd be great to get a good survey. But moving on from that, I saw that last week or not last week, like two weeks ago, you guys were talking about um, VPNs, which is virtual private network for those who don't know. Um, And with the new laws passed by the government, it's kind of sketchy with your internet privacy now. But I wanted to clue you guys and the rest of the viewers in on this great product that I found a couple of months ago, and it's called TunnelBear. So it is a VPN service you can get on your phone as a Chrome extension, or you can even get it as a desktop app. Um, To put it out there, I have no affiliation with them. They're not paying me. They don't even know I exist. It's just like a really great product. Um, It's like five or ten. It's like five bucks a month for unlimited data on there. If not, it's free for 500 megabytes. But you can use the same account on your phone and your computer so that you can get like unlimited data on both, which is super sick. But yeah, I just wanted to clue you guys in there on that just to, you know, let it ride. And I'm running out of time here to talk. So um, yeah, tech nerd chase out. Hopefully that sticks. Bye, guys. Tickner Chase. Yes. Who's 18. That's crazy. He sounds like he works for CNET doing reviews. Like his Disney? voice and he, he was just, it was very clear. I the guess. delivery yeah. was perfect. He explained exactly 
why you need this VPN, yeah. hide your privacy, whether you torrent or you just don't want to have your internet service provider. I looked into Tunnel Bear and it's dope. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And I, I bought it. It's like 60 bucks for an entire year. Oh, nice. Okay. And they were so smart because even though it's like a tech company, it's adorable. It's a bear. Mm -hmm. And so when you say you were on a VPN, this cute little bear literally tunnels <laughs> into a map and then he pops up in Canada. <laughs> and now my computer thinks it's in Canada. Yeah. Or he'll tunnel into Mexico. There's a problem though. Because if he tunnels into sites like that and then you go to Amazon mm -hmm. or Nike, sites that are sniffing to see where you're coming from mm -hmm. because they want to give you the best experience. Yeah. You know, here in America we think we're the shit. Everything revolves around our ass. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so what? Every website in the world has to have English first. Yeah. So if you're in Mexico and you go to a website, it comes up in English first and you have to change it. <laughs> that would be so goddamn annoying. Oh, yeah. So websites will sniff what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times it's like I go to a site and it's in French <laughs> and I say, oh, goddamn it. So that is a kind of a, a bit of an annoying thing. Mm -hmm. But it also is showing me it's working. Yeah. It's really totally. working. And it's adorable. The bear pops up in France. <laughs> Tunnel bear. Does he have a baguette when he pops up? That's what they should add, like little yes. little add-ons. They probably will. Like, like chopsticks in China. What's, that's <laughs> terribly racist, Eddie. <laughs> but the thing is, you're right, because there's it's, it's a service that anyone can provide. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. Now, on the other hand, they're like, they, they kind of own my computer now. Which yeah. in a way, like I, I, they have tons of great reviews. You don't want to get a shady VPN. So why not distinguish themselves by being adorable? <laughs> Tunnel Bear. So Tech Nerd Chase, you killed it. Yes, anytime if there's anything else that's cool, send us a voicemail or send, send me an email first and, and tell me. Yeah. And then I'll say, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I don't want you to make a voicemail and it's something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and waste your time. Because you're 18 and you listen to the show. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So thank you, Chase, very, very much. And Ed, Duard. Yes, sir. What is it? Man, I guess let's do a real treat. All right. And then we'll we'll call it a night. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee on beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. You know, Nicole thought it was pretty novel that we have these theme songs. <laughs> she knows a lot of people listen to the show. She knows it's great. And she hears my goddamn show all day long yeah. out of my stupid mouth. <laughs> but she did think that was pretty cute. And, you know, she yeah, did, that's awesome, man. She did enjoy that. She said, that's great. <laughs> Clear throat. <laughs> I don't know if I did. Did she mention that on the show where she said she was sick? And I said, it was just clear throat, babe. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you that became like her, her totem. <laughs> you know, that was her mantra because yes, she was sick and I hate when your spouse is sick. Mm -hmm. It's just hard because we've got three kids. Yeah. We've got, we, we both work. And when one of those team members is out, just like at work, if you know, your half your department is sick, mm -hmm. you have a lot of extra work on your plate. And as a parent, you don't have time to lay in bed or rest yeah. or anything. So in the beginning I thought, oh yeah, sure. You're sick. Who? <laughs> right. You're so sick. And I was kind of a dick about it. Not a dick, but I just wasn't taking it very seriously. And I just, just clear your throat. Just, just clear your throat, sit down. And she gave me like that death stare. Yeah. And then as she got sicker and as the week went on, one night she puked. Oh, Like man. she was really sick. Then I felt really bad. And then I started taking care of her and she was just like, I'll just clear my throat. I guess I'll just clear my throat and it'll all be better. 
<laughs> and you know how somebody will do that where they just lord it over my head. Yeah. Like she may say that to me now for the next five years. <laughs> Whenever she's sick, she'll just say, I guess I'll just clear my throat. And then it'll all go away, Danny. And we'll do your stupid podcast <laughs> that you forced me to do. Talk about fucking anal and shit. Fine. And I'll say you have a big dick. You got a <laughs> tiny little ass dick, but I'll just say it's big on the show. All right. God damn it, Eddie. What's, what are you feeling this week? What's your real treat? Uh, so, like I said, or you said, I went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great trip. I got to know my coworkers a little better. Yes. Um, but we went to one place there, which was a speakeasy oh. called The Drifter. Okay. And it was super cool. Um, it, and it's like a legit speakeasy, apparently. Like, it only opened up a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a sealed room at the at, in the basement of this other bar. It's called the Green Door Tavern, I think. But you go in the Green Door and Tavern, and it's just like a shitty like neighborhood bar. Mm-hmm. Then you go down the stairs where the bathroom is, and there's like a like a spice rack or something on the wall, and hidden in the spice rack is a doorknob. Oh my god, your boss must have just been so hard. He's the one that brought us there. Right, he's this like, has got to be yeah. like he's like I need to show you guys this uh-huh. place. Um, so we go in, and it's like it only fits forty people. It's a tiny place. Like mm-hmm. all the furniture, I guess, is original stuff. Uh, and we go in and there's like a two-piece jazz band on this tiny stage up front mm-hmm. and i get sat like right up front like i could high five the dude wow um the <clears> drinks <throat> were great they have like a you know what's real quick what's shitty about a situation like that you probably thought man i'd love to take a snapchat of this yeah and then but you don't want to be that guy exactly like um and the flash comes on <laughs> while he's like sitting there like blowing his trumpet yeah totally and you feel like a total shit so you don't do anything well, that's just in your own mind now. I did take a Snapchat, but oh, I tried to do it sly. Super I was sly. Like, but it's like super dark, so you can't yeah. really see shit. Um, All your social media made me laugh because I kept thinking, Eddie's drunk right now. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. in Chicago and you're Instagramming. Yes, so, pretty much, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we sit down and this jazz band's playing and everyone's having a great time. And then um, the jazz band gets off stage and we're drinking. And then out of nowhere, like a burlesque dancer comes on. Uh, just one woman Mm -hmm. and she was like it was amazing dude like she was so like confident and fierce and she almost looked like pissed off the way she was dancing Mm -hmm. and just i don't it it was it was great that's Um, awesome yeah and it was it was super cool great vibe Mm -hmm. uh great drinks yeah so if you're ever in chicago check out the drifter at the green door tavern the drifter yeah that's why it's so important to travel though yeah you know even if you have a place like that in your hometown it's not the same you got to be somewhere Mm-hmm. Do something like that. Make a story yeah, for yourself. That's that's super fun. Yeah, definitely. Super fun. Uh, mine is a polar opposite of okay. something like that. So my kids love Overwatch, which is this first-person shooter. I, I don't know what they call it, like a battle arena. It's like old-school Unreal, mm-hmm. Unreal tournament sort of thing. It's only fighting like that. But it's made by Blizzard, who is incredible. They also make Hearthstone, yes, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, and they have all these worlds, all these characters, and they have this other game called Heroes of the Storm. Okay. And it's a MOBA. Okay. You know what a MOBA is? Like League of Legends. Oh, yeah. So what does that even stand for? Multiplayer Online Battle Arena? Something like that. <laughs> it's not, right. I don't know. Like I'm not into that. Tech Nerd Chase, let us know, man. Tech Nerd Chase, <laughs> yeah. Break it down. I'm sure he plays League. People call it League. <laughs> okay. You play League? LOL, and it's LOL. <laughs> Is, is, which is sort of unfortunate. Yeah. That's what it goes by on the internet. So either way, Heroes of the Storm is also one, but it's super easy to get into, and it's free. Okay. That's the other thing about League of Legends. These games are free, and the way they make money 
is of course there's like treasure chests and coins and mm -hmm. you can buy hats and skins but you can also buy to have certain characters mm -hmm. but they keep the game fresh by giving free characters and there's all sorts of things anyhow you could earn stuff in overwatch that by playing heroes of the storm so i checked it out oh, okay and it's free and you can download it on a mac or a pc and it's a ton of fun because blizzard who makes these video games everything they make is good mm -hmm. like they don't put out shitty games like in fact they had this game called starcraft ghost or something that they had in development for three or four years and they ended up shit canning it because they didn't think it was good enough yeah like they make that much money too where you can think to your mind like there's so many bad video games that they just have to put out they like just have to try to recoup the money yeah like if it's a really shitty movie that costs 20 million dollars they just put that in the movie theaters and pray mm -hmm. god make the money back please <laughs> and so blizzard has so much money they spent millions of dollars in a video game and said fuck it <laughs> it's not up to standard it's not cool and it was at the time when video games were really changing so much and so they started two years ago mm -hmm. they almost just couldn't even bring it out anymore i think it was there's probably a great story about why they couldn't do it. I'm yeah. just guessing. But either way, they're great. It's a great game. It's freaking free. And unlike Clash of Clans horseshit, mm -hmm. where at some point you have to spend money on that game yeah. to stay competitive, you don't have to spend a dollar oh, nice. on Heroes of the Storm. And it's a lot of fun. Cool. And so I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, speaking of Blizzard, do you have any interest in seeing the World of Warcraft movie? I do. Yeah? Well, I really like the guy, the, the director. Oh, okay. Um, Duncan Jones, I think his name is. He directed um, that movie with my girl, Emily Blunt, um, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think. No, or Bruce Willis. No, that's Looper. What am I thinking of? <laughs> it's like a train. Ben Affleck. Ben oh, Affleck. Okay. and her Ed, Not Edge of Tomorrow. That's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's not Emily Blunt. I think it's um, the girl who kind of looks like Emily Blunt, or maybe it is. I'm eight hundred. I'm eight hundred years old. It's like it keeps. It's like a time movie where she keeps dying on this train over and over and over, and he's trying to save her. Or there's a terrorist uh, attack. Okay. Terrorist attack. I don't know this movie. <laughs> this is the, the other day. I did the same thing. It was the life of David Gale was the name of the Kevin Spacey movie. Okay. And a bunch of listeners tweeted at me the next day, it's the life of David Gale, it's the life of David Gale. <laughs> I don't remember what this movie was called with Ben <laughs> Affleck, Duncan Jones. Ben Affleck. Yeah, maybe Duncan Jones also, you know he also directed Moon. Oh, okay. you seen Moon? Yeah. With Sam Rock Rockwell. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yes, I do want to see it. Okay, nerd. So, okay, <laughs> fine. Also, by the way, Blizzard has this thing called Battle.net, mm -hmm. and if you want to add me on Battle.net, my name is Dan the Beast, and then number 1523. Dude, so, what's the number about? That's just how they do it. Like, you could be, I don't know, Eduardo, mm -hmm. number 15, 6,000, you know what I mean? So you almost have, like, your name, oh, okay. and you get to have the integrity of your name without having to put all this bullshit numbers after it. Gotcha. So in the game, it just says Dan the Beast. So they give you a prison ID. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They give you a tattoo <laughs> on my forearm. If that was a Jew joke, Eddie, it was rude. So Dan the Beast, pound, hash, whatever you call it, 1523. You can add me on that. Pound hash. Pound hash. Oh, we're gone long, Eddie. You know, oh, we boy. also have uh, our good friend Nick has a Xbox One club for us, if you want to do that too, which is uh, Sift Show on there. Is this the part of the show when everyone turns it off? I don't know. Like, we're, like, tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, like, going through the rest of the shit here. 
Well, stick around. I have a question, though. Has anyone joined that? No. <laughs> Get on it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Get on it. Uh, you know what we need to do is Patreon. I've been really bad about that. Save for the Show has a Patreon account that helps pay for our hosting and advertising and our equipment and stuff like that. And Web pa- hosting. Not, web hosting. Not us hosting the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the place on the internet that the files reside. Yes. So people can download them. We have to pay for that. And patreon.com slash sift show. You can get on board. Let me give a quick shout out to these people. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll, we'll call it. Uh, Vix, Dylan, Lisa, Shane, Seb, Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> Lori, Milan, Haley, Endless Mike, Just Mike, remember Just Mike, <laughs> yes. who was once Gay Mike, who's still <laughs> Just Mike, who went and saw a Filipino yes, singer. He did. And sent us a note to say, <laughs> which is, bless his heart. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was wondering like if you knew her maybe, because every Filipino person knows each other. Yeah. What was her name? I can't, Lori? now I can't remember her name, but I did know her. She's the girl who did the voice of Mulan. Yes. And Princess Jasmine. Princess Jasmine. Yeah. So she basically probably just sang A Whole New World <laughs> 10 times. Basically. No, but wait a second. The actual, okay. No, no, no. Uh, she didn't sing that song on the radio. Who was it? No. Vanessa Williams? Vanessa. Uh, no, she well, sang. Mulan uh, was uh, Christina Aguilera. Right. And then, um, yeah, who was Peebo Bryson. Yes. And. And Cicely Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> there was somebody else. Yeah. Because I think it wasn't until Frozen where the actual song in the movie mm-hmm. was better and more popular than the famous girl who they got to sing the song. Yeah. Because you never hear the, what's that girl's name? Um, she's like super popular. She sang a Frozen song, Let It Go. Not oh, Adina Menzel. Yeah. Um, the voice of... Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Yeah. I mean, what an ego blow to her. Oh, yeah. Hey, sorry. One of the biggest (laughs) recording artists out there. Your song's a piece of shit. (laughs) Nobody wants to listen to it. They want the original. Yeah. And that's what they got. Eddie, we're all over the place. Um, Just Mike. Just Mike. Alex, Brian, the Sleep With Me podcast. Oh, nice. Our friend Scooter over there who supports the show. The Ryan, the Riley, sorry. The Riley, Brian and Catherine, Nick, Christopher, and Jared. Awesome. So thank you to all you guys for supporting the show. It really means a lot. <sighs> That's it, Eddie. All right, so for the end of the show, it's a sifstery where Amanda Hug and Kiss finds an old clip. This one's from episode 173. He titled it Friendly Fire, and he found a song called Friendly Fire by a band called The Grand Astoria. Nice. All right, so that's it. So otherwise, this has been Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Hi, my name is Daryl, and I'm a friend that Darnell spoke about introducing to the show. I've already thanked him and would like to thank you guys for the show. I really enjoy listening to you guys. And the random questions, comments, voicemails that other listeners send in, especially the guy that keeps changing his voice. (laughs) He's talking about Paul from Roanoke. He goes on to say, anyway, I'm a veteran, Desert Storm, and a black dude. How's that for your demographics? <laughs> My question is, is if you were in a two-dude, one-girl threesome, and some of the other guy's man juice were to get on you, do you A, act like it didn't happen, B, return the favor on him, or C, is it okay to kill him to reaffirm your dominance and regain your manhood? So, so there's a lot here to discuss, yeah. because I've often wondered if I could do a three-way with another dude, mm-hmm. 
Now, th- we need to remove our wives from the equation. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I ever got into that situation with another guy and my wife, it's over. <laughs> like I, I know there's a lot of couples that maybe have that yeah. kind of openness and they're stronger because of it. And, oh, my God, it's amazing. Mm. I just, I can't go that. I yeah, I'm not it. into that either. Now, a lady, another lady, <laughs> hell yeah. No, I don't know. I, maybe even that would be tricky. Yeah. To see my wife look at some other girl, like, you know, slobbing on my knob or whatever we'd be doing, that maybe that'd be too tough. Yeah. Our relationship apparently isn't strong enough. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but anyhow, let's say it's in college. I'm doing this with probably a guy I'm pretty close with. Like, unless this was a girlfriend of mine and then she brought in some, like, Craigslist dude. Yeah. I don't weird. know. But let's just let's just say for the sake it's okay. you and me, Eddie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's just say for the sake of the show, it's you and me, and you know who's who's the gal. Um, she's your wife. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just I kidding. I knew it. You asked. I'm sorry. It's uh, just some girl. All right. Okay. And we're good buddies. So if you finished and somehow it got on me, mm-hmm. like first of all, I feel like we'd probably both be wearing protection. Yeah, or like eight yeah. condoms. <laughs> but if you finish and it got on me, hey, man, it's cool. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're in this situation, you got to roll with it, man. Yeah. And not freak out. I I, I think it depends on where I am at mm. as far as like finishing. Mm-hmm. If I haven't finished yet, then I'm going to roll with the punches and be like, okay, let me, let right. me who cares? I'm going to finish. And yeah. then once I'm done, I I probably have like a small sense of shame yes. and anger with myself, right. and that would trigger me to possibly try to jizz on you back, <laughs> or to say like, "Hey, mother, you, you fucking right. jizzed what on me, man." What the hell, man? God, yeah, on her tits, not on my arm, man. Right. Let's well, it's a splash zone, <laughs> collateral damage. Yeah, you're right because I don't unless I'm making love to my beautiful wife, who I love, you know, and once a month when we make love. For six hours on a Sunday afternoon on the balcony. No, if you're with your wife and you finish, you're you're happy. Mm. But I think if you're with someone that maybe you're not sure, like why you did this, you have those feelings. Yeah. Or when you like you're alone and you jerk off, like yeah, it's the same. Yeah, the same feeling. You're like oh, and you look down and your your hand is just covered <laughs> in jizz and the porn is still on. And you look at the porn and you think like, oh, God, yeah, I was just watching that. Closing out all the tabs. Uh, close those tabs. I'm disgusting. <laughs> I am filthy human. And then you're fine. And then a minute later, you're like, and you're completely okay. In a three-way, you may have that same feeling and yeah. feel pretty bad. Pretty bad. All right. Well, thanks for the question, Daryl. <laughs> I hope that, hope that answered that.
And I wouldn't like lay in bed and like jerk off to her or anything, but definitely I would think about her. <laughs>